August slowly comes to an end, we enter episode number 405 on the 18th of August 2021. Now a few weeks ago or the day after the Indian Olympic contingent returned after the finishing of the Olympic Games and securing medals in various disciplines disciplines they were felicitated but I felt it was nothing more than a PR stunt by the concerned organization or the department why because they were only felicitating or giving gifts and recognizing the athletes who got something in their hand who secured the medals which meant that all the expenditure done on their accommodation, fooding, sending them to other countries to train in various conditions, whether it's 20 degrees or 40 degrees, and train with the best coaches and also use that expenditure or spend on them was fulfilled, means something came back. There was an ROI, return on investment, but what irked me was that no other athlete who did not secure a medal when we can debate over it why they did not secure a medal but i felt that it was a poor strategy that as we see in academics only those who get between 95 and 99 percent or up to some extent 100 percent are felicitated they are your A-listers. Below that is between 85 to 90% good enough. Anything below that is mediocre. So if there is no medal, there is mediocrity. So only the medalists or the superior athletes were called. And till today we are swooning over the performance of the javelin thrower Neeraj Chopra. All said and done, good. He has been trained. He is part of an organization which trains differently. But what about the other athletes? Some athletes were embroiled in unnecessary controversy. We all know who that athlete is. That athlete was suspended. To look at the extreme, one athlete we can't stop smoothing over. We go too private into his life. The other athlete is shunned because of that athlete's behavior towards her coaches and her fellow wrestlers look at the extremes and then also they're felicitated by the head of the government it's all well and done but have you forgotten the other athletes are they gone this is what irked me that you only give importance to people who get who set a certain standard now what will happen is after so much of smoothing over a certain Neera Chopra all respect to him he has done an excellent job so far no issues but what about going forward let's say in the next championship that is not the world championship but something which is on the second rung of the ladder that if Olympics is at the highest level which baffles me that we all get crazy about Olympics 
moving on, there's the Asian Games and there's the Commonwealth Games, which are going to be held simultaneously next year in different parts of the world. If he does, don't be surprised if all the individuals who got silver medal may earn a gold medal, but a gold medal in Asian Games and Commonwealth Games does not get that kind of recognition that is given to the overhyped Olympic Games. And then the question is, why do we conduct Olympics? Well, we have been doing it for nearly 130 years. So why this question now? Why didn't they ask this question 10 years ago? We are excited that Indian athletes have won medals, well and done, but don't ignore those who did not for whatever reasons. Let's not look at them in skepticism and see them as mediocre or punish them and have a carrot and stick approach that those who get the medals are awarded and those who don't get the medals are given the stick. I have seen numerous interviews. It is baffling and it is a poor approach and this needs to change. Medals are not everything and we need to stop comparing ourselves to other countries. Why they do it? Let's not even go there because that's a ridiculous discussion. Now after this, let's move on to the main menu that is the breakfast menu for this morning's episode. Well, we shall discuss the India-England tournament that is the second match. So let's go. So everyone is gaga that India won the second match at Lords. Overall, the third win at this particular ground. And once again, we give this Lord's name like Mecca of cricket and the pinnacle of cricket and all the hyperbole that comes with this, it surprises me. Why? Just like for India, it's the ground in Bombay or the Eden Gardens in Calcutta or in Australia, it's Melbourne. Somehow some grounds have been given have been given a divine status than other grounds. But let's not get overexcited. Remember what happened in 2014. We won that match after the short ball theory worked. Ishan Sharma took 7 for 74 as was reminded vociferously by the broadcasters after every two seconds to compare and contrast the wins and say that the former captain who was the captain in the 2014 team didn't have the luxury of 7-8 ballers at his feet compared to the current captain who loves fast bowlers, who loves this format of the game it can only happen in this sport. Right? It's like, But the hypocrisy continues. On one hand, while we were going beyond in praising India's performance as far as this particular tournament is concerned, this match is concerned, there was too much negativity about the tactics of the opposing captain, that is Joe Root. Well, captains come and go. If Joe Root is captain today, maybe two years from now, he may not be the captain. And they went with whatever team they had. And then the discussion comes 
the domestic cricket is no longer important. They are playing the 100, they are playing the 20 over domestic tournament, the county championship or the equivalent of India's Ranji Trophy or Australia's Sheffield Shield is no longer important. The players are not prepared to play red ball cricket condition. All this nonsensical discussion came and the Indian cricket board was indirectly criticized for the preparation they had for this particular match. As of 20 years ago, it was all perfect. As of the Indian cricket board was better prepared. I think 100 is a good idea. And for me, as I've said before, white ball, red ball, pink ball doesn't make a difference. If in 20 overs you have to score 70 or 30 balls, in 50 overs it's fine to score 70 or 60 balls. So in 5-day matches you can score 70 or 200 balls. So you just slow down. It's just the mindset. And sometimes the technique is meaningless. So all this criticism of the opposing board's policies or strategies or whether the technique of Dom Sibley and Rory Burns is questionable. I'll give you examples of questionable techniques. Alistair Cook had the worst batting stance. Shivnarayan Chandrapal had even, you can't describe it, yet these people survived for 13 14 years, Shivnarayan Chandrapal nearly played till the age of 40, 2014, 94, 2014. His batting stance was absolute rubbish. And then we questioned the batting stance of Sibley or someone who doesn't score once. And his position in the side is a question. Okay, so if Burns and Sibley's position is questionable, then what happens? There. That's the thing, you're looking at the problem. Problem will always be there. The right now, we are spooning over Bumrah and Shami who had a 90-run partnership when the first eight batters couldn't do much. You can't fall them. I saw old videos of how Indian batters are playing in India in the 1986 win. A former player sitting in the expert box which is a misnomer. Question Kohli's technique of coming across and pushing at deliveries outside of some. That's what the terminology is. But I saw the same batter whom we look at divine status. We pray on them. We fall on their feet. We want to listen to them. I don't. But the, the same player who played in that match who was nearly 37. I won't name him. You can understand he played the exact same shot as Kohli. He moved across his thumbs and the ball, the bat, there was a bounce. The ball hit the bottom of his bat exactly like Kohli. So people are questioning Kohli's technique and the way he's dismissed. Why? Because now the cameras are, are of better quality. Before the camera was not of better quality and I don't think the commentators then 30 years ago focused on such meaningless things. So it's a mindset. You will see everyone criticize but they will never say that it's okay. I also played a poor shot. So I can understand that the ball was good. You went for the shot and the ball hit the bat and it went to slips. So let's not get into all this technique discussion because it's 
awful discussion and it's hypocrisy the hypocrisy continues you say that the technique is bad well alistair cook and chandra paul are examples if you're so concerned about techniques and the whole modern day garbage that has come up over the past few years but if england want to solve their opening problems and they think simply is not in their plans yes hamdi did not do well but still he returns after 5 years why was he gone for 5 years i have no idea the england cricket council and the selectors and the coaches move better on this and that's up to them to decide whom to drop whom to continue whether they score runs in their domestic tournament or not the only solution is bedstow to open some will say how can bedstow open in red ball cricket can does he have the technique to open should i give you examples of makeshift opener that india had in five day matches we never had regular openers for a long time i won't give the names but we've had irregular openers makeshift openers part time openers so we cannot say that the current that bad stuff is not fit the rohit sharma gamble paid off so why can't the bad stuff gamble pay off i think it can pay off you have to be smart enough he's a good guy he should be in the team which means bedson and hamid open they get zack crowley back or this tell maybe someone like a moen ali to go to number 3 why not we have seen so many batters number 3 position is never your typical position moen ali goes to number 3 root at 4 butler at 5 sam karan at 6 and then you can have one one more all-rounder or a spinner dom bass at 7 and then the four fast bowlers along with mohan ali and sam karan and that will solve their problems which means zack crowley and dal norrens are also the future so let's not get too carried away for me bedstow is can open if he can open in 50 overs if rohit gamble paid off everybody questioned him he can can he not Once upon a time, Sevag's gamble paid off. Let's not talk about that, but it did pay off. So why not now? What's the conservativeness? I've seen worse openers do the job, so I think this will work. And moving on to doing the job, I think the umpires did a good job as far as LBW is concerned, and the decision making for a dis- for a dismissal is concerned, but. when it came to handling players when there was a moment when bumrah and shami and the england players were having a face to face a mouth off the only thing that remained was punching each other each other in the mouth and i would have loved that i wouldn't have minded that just take your fist and give him a black eye it would have been fun even if that would have happened a bit of shoving and pushing so what that's sport you have to do it it's not what one calls a gentleman or a lady sport it's every sport has its aggression it doesn't work like that if you are a sports person you have to be ready to do all these things it doesn't matter if it's a nice there are no nice guys okay but umpires were unable to control the situation umpires remind me of school teachers who all they could do was separate two 
fighting factions in school or colleges and then write the report and send it to the match referee like the principal and then after two days the match referee would find them and say okay your behavior was inappropriate so it shows that the umpires don't have any you need to have power of authority and the better word than power and authority you need to have some kind of control they have not been given that kind of a thing so if players lose their temper umpire should say all right you stand here you stand here go at it use your bats use your balls be aggressive and if it's wrong let it be wrong either the umpire say that or they say no don't do it or i will give you a red card or i will tell you to leave the ground as it happened in football and cricket when there is a collision and it seemed to be deliberate i have talked about this 3 years ago when in a match the bangladesh players destroyed the locker room by breaking glass and the umpires couldn't do anything the match referee didn't do anything and it was a shameless thing as to what exactly happened so if the umpires can't control the players then it's better if they can have the players have a go at each other that's the only way this entire charade works so what to expect in the third match as i said don't get over excited they may go with the same team shadow dakur will be relatively fitter but they may want to risk thakur the expense of sharma or shami or tadeja or whoever ashwin may have to wait and that's the thing we have to do somebody always has to wait in these situation there's nothing you can do so will they go with the same team yes will england come up with better plans because there's a 9 day break possible talking about the 9 day break when these so called experts talk about such long breaks and then lament that there is no practice match for people who have not played properly and that's rubbish it's as if they haven't seen previous schedule there always been this break if you go to england the schedule is always like this it starts somewhere in august or maybe somewhere in july and it goes on till august or september there are five matches depending on which team is coming if it's india or australia five matches if it's other team three matches depending on what roi the other team brings so this schedule is not new so discussion on the schedule is ridiculous talking about the schedule the world cup world 20 over championship schedule is out and india are going to face pakistan on which day on october 24 what is on october 24 i'll let you think about so yes england's solution bears to opens hypocrisy should end or should be limited india has won but we should not get carried away because it may be one all in the next match you never know it has happened before so just play the waiting game and the umpires need to give given more responsibility which means the international cricket board has to change its rule the rules are archaic and there are too many cooks spoiling the broth as far as the laws are concerned there's a mcc there's a icc there's umpires own thing that is happening i don't know what is happening but yes 
Bedso opens and that's my final take. They won't, but that's the solution. That way the PDP will know this guy can attack even if there are 10 slips. He can attack, he has a reputation. The mindset of the bowlers will change us and the mindset of the bowlers has changed when Robert and Rahul are opening. So if they get aggressive batters to open even if he doesn't succeed, it has to work. Bairstow to open, yes. Moonali at 3, yes. Get an extra spinner along with Ali, Karan and 3 fast bowlers, yes. Anderson may not play the next match, but he's got a 9 day break and he will rest and we'll see what happens. Maybe England go with the same team except that they may question one or two players who got out for zero, but let's not question their technique. The, the, the answer to questionable technique is Alistair Cook who had a horrendous technique and Shimdara and Chandrapal who survived for 20 years with that unique batting stance or technique. So let's not get into that zone because you won't win. So this ends episode number 405 on the 18th of August 2021. I will be back on Friday with episode number 406 on the 20th of August 2021. Till then, it's goodbye and good night from the weekly show with Aditya.